100th episode of It's That Episode. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, for all the fans from the beginning, thank you to everybody who's new to it. This is the 100th episode, and as I said uh, last time, there's some announcements. One is we've got a new logo uh, for It's That Episode created by the one, the only, Johnny Ryan. Very excited about that. New logo. Boom. Second, in a minute, you're going to hear music. It's going to be the new updated theme song by the one and only David Nagler, who composed the original theme song. We just moved it to the next decade uh, uh, to give it a fresh, new sound. If you're a fan of it, you can check out his band, Nova Social, on Spotify, iTunes, or at novasocial.com. And the other very big news is that... As I mentioned last week, uh, the Splitsider Podcast Network uh, has um, been dismantled. It's no longer around. I am floating in midair uh, with no, um, I just i just don't know, with no where to go, with no vision, no direction, until now. It, it, now I do, because it's that episode will be officially joining... The Nerdist Podcast Network. Uh, if you're into podcasts, you've probably heard of Nerdist. They do a lot of great podcasts, including, of course, the Nerdist Podcast uh, and many others. I'll be joining that soon enough. Um, so uh, what does that mean? It means that uh, we're moving on to cooler, big things. Uh, we'll see how it affects. I'll probably be wearing more sunglasses now. I'm obviously going to get a, a deeper tan and whiter teeth. Um, but also we'll just be bringing you the same show uh, as always. We're just going to rock it hard because we've been going two years strong. This is almost exactly two years to the day, more or less, from the first episode. I'm very excited to usher in the next 100 to 1,000. Who knows? Podcasts will be around forever. I'm going to live forever, and as will you. Uh, and uh, so this is just going to keep going. Thank you for listening. And uh, let's hit the new theme song. Let's hit the show, the 100th episode. And it's going to be pretty special. So stay tuned and listen. Should we start the show? Yeah. It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to the 100th episode of It's That Episode, the show where I, Craig Rowan, Invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. But wow, how the tables have turned since the first episode. The first episode ever of It's That Episode, I had a man on my couch in Brooklyn, New York. His name is John Gabris. You may know him from the MTV2 show Guy Code or the UCB Theater. You're talking like I have died. Oh, you're here. I thought, I thought you stopped breathing. I apologize. I was, this was my memoriam uh, for you. Uh, but now 100 episodes or 99 episodes later, I'm sitting on John Gabris's couch in Los Angeles, California, and we're here to watch uh, for the 100th episode. So welcome or thanks for having me. Uh, well, welcome to your apartment, Gabris. Um, I've actually done many podcasts here while you were gone, right. while I was you, house sitting. Craig has been living here with me and without me on and off for a while now. You're yeah. not here anymore. I'm not here anymore. Thank but fucking God. I know. I was. A, I could finally jerk off in the air mattress. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was noticing that the filling of the air mattress was getting really weird whenever oh, I would yeah. be out for I jerk off into the air mattress. Uh, this is not what the show is about. This is not what the show is about. Eh, well, we can make it about that. I don't mind. Um, but, Gabrus, you were the first episode. Let's quickly 
Uh, it's a hundred episodes later, or whatever, ninety nine. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. We watched uh, Avatar Last Airbender. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. Tales of Ba Sing Se was the episode. Yep, Tales of Ba Sing Se. I can't believe you remember that. Or you looked it up before we started. Yeah, I listened, I listened to part of it recently. And my one of my main memories is after recording the first 15 minutes, I thought I didn't record it. And then the rest of the episode, we were just basically laughing because of that. But, right. We were pretty giggly. We are often giggly, but we were definitely giggly then. Um, and so, this is my third time on It's That Episode. This is your third time you the did The second it. time I remember. This will be the second time I remember. Well, you might not remember it by the end because you were here for the Breaking Bad episode, you and Gemberling, and things got a little nutty. <laughs> um, but now we're here for the 100th episode, and it's special because you're back. I'm back. You're back, baby. I've and listened to all 99 in preparation of this. Name your favorite episode. Uh, Tales from Bossings. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only one I actually did listen to. <laughs> and uh, and we're, we're going to do a special episode. Usually the guest picks what show we watch, but for the 100th episode, I figured I can pick an episode for once. For once. Come on. You know, pick up the fucking slack here, Rowan. And uh, not only are we going to watch the show that I've been waiting to watch this entire time, but we're going to play a drinking game with it because every episode we sort of create a drinking game uh, at the you know towards the end and say when would you drink? And I th- thought why not get drunk while actually watching? The yeah, episode? so we're going to make the drinking game ahead of time before we watch this episode. Yes, we're going to make the rules. So the show that we're going to watch is Quantum Leap. Whoa! Whoa! We just <laughs> leaped. <laughs> Which I've watched before, but this is the episode uh, with Josh Patton. But this is the episode I've been wanting to watch. It's the series finale. Gabrus, you haven't watched Quantum Leap. I've never watched Quantum Leap, no. I watched as a child, and the reason I picked this episode is because when watching it the first time, the series finale, I watched it live, and it was really weird and heady. A lot of like strange things going on, because the concept of the show is a guy who leaps into bodies... And, like, fixes their lives? Sort of fixes their lives. Uh, and it's he only leaps within his own lifetime, like, with only the years that he's been alive. And sometimes they broke that. But but in this one, he leaps into, I remember, like, a coal mining town before he was alive. And he leaps... When he looks in the mirror in the TV show, the whole thing is he sees the person that he is. So if he's a woman, he's a woman. If he's a retarded person, which has happened... Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, if he's Lee Harvey Oswald, he sees them in the mirror. Wait, he's Lee Harvey Oswald in one episode? In one episode, but they don't have that on Netflix. They don't put, have it on Netflix. And they also don't have this episode on Netflix either. So we got this. We procured it. We procured it through illegal means. I There's a dealer out here in L.A. that was able to get it for us. I have us. a prescription for season finales. <laughs> Gabrus, the second he got to LA, he got a prescription, and <laughs> and, uh, and in this one, when he, I remember that he looks in the mirror and he sees himself, which is weird. Whoa, right? Or oh boy, which is what he would say. <laughs> oh boy, and and then I remember this whole thing with the bartender where he's like a godlike entity or something. We're supposed to be learning about who's running the because when he leaps. He leaps into people, and they don't know how it's controlled. Like, he has this guy, Al, that helps him along the way, but we don't know. So I'm just – I've never seen this since – I don't know when – I forget. I should remember the date, but I think it was 92 or 93, so almost 20 years. And we're going to play a drinking game. We created a drink ourselves. Yes. Uh, we, we're calling it the Scotch Bacula. The Scotch Bacula with Ginger Al. Because Al is uh, <laughs> Sam's buddy. So and Scott Bakula plays the main is Sam. Yeah, so yeah. it's a Scotch Bakula mm-hmm. with ginger Al and a Ziggy Twist, which is lime. That I don't get. That, Ziggy <laughs> is sort of like, I believe the machine 
either I forget <laughs> if he's the machine that runs the quantum leap program or like an engineer, and or we can also call it with quantum lime. Quantum lime. I think that one's a little less creative than we were. Right. So Scotch Bakula. This all comes from Scotch Bakula. Even Ginger Out feels weird next to Scotch. Yeah. Bacula. Let's just call it Scotch Bakula. So if you're at home. <laughs> Make yourself a scotch bacon. With, with the ginger ale. <laughs> See, and, and, it doesn't seem like t- tagged on when you say it like that. <laughs> um, so you've never seen this show. No. Have you? Do you have any recollection of it from childhood? Or? No, I just remember Scott Bakula because he's the quarterback in Necessary Roughness. Totally true. I remember seeing that in the theater. I believe was Kathy Ireland in that. Kathy Ireland is in that as the kicker. Um, Sinbad is in it as the professor turned uh, offensive guard. He was uh, a professor in it, and then he turned to a football. Yeah, because they had they needed to like find all these guys, and it turned out he had like red shirted one year back in the day. So he was he played. Um, I I remember a lot. <laughs> I remember way too much about it. when you play high school football. You watch like the four football movies. But over I feel and over like again. necessary roughness must have been like after major league. And they, it was like sort of playing yes, off that, yes, it, it, the it, success yeah. of that, right? It was pretty much that. Uh, we're gonna party. That's like a scene I remember specifically from the trailer. Sinbad like is dancing and getting everyone ready, pumped up and stuff like. While this. we're on the on the subject of Sinbad, I'm gonna recommend that people see House Guest, oh, I love which that I movie. loved. I love, I love that. that when I was the a premise kid. of that movie is that he's pretending to be a white dentist. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like a criminal on the run. He's a criminal on the run, and he's like reuniting with Phil Hartman, his old friend from camp. And, and Phil Hartman doesn't remember that his skin tone has completely changed. Yeah, yeah. And there's something like that, but I remember uh, just lines that my brother and I would just cry. Was, his eye was on me. His eye was on me. Just like there's a, f- a scene I remember specifically when Sinbad tries to disinfect his hands before performing right. amateur oral surgery, but he actually puts uh, Novocaine. Novocaine on his hands, and then his hands are numb. <laughs> Great classic Sinbad uh, physical comedy. Um, so the drinking game, so we're going to figure out what the drinking game is for yeah. Quantum Leap. I assume by when we... You said, oh boy, is oh the thing boy. they say. So that should be a drink, right? So whenever Sam uh, Scott Bakula or Scotch Bakula with Ginger Al and Ziggy <laughs> Stop, <Twist>. stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Uh, whenever uh, Al, uh, Sam jumps, leaps, excuse me, he says usually says, oh boy. So anytime the words, oh boy... Are said we should drink. We should drink whenever there's a leap, too. Whenever there's a leap, and I know in this one, other people, if I remember correctly, leap. Okay, so, so let's get be a, shit-faced. There's going to be a bunch of leaps. Um, I'm going to say anytime Al, who is his uh, uh, buddy played by Dean Stockwell, he has like this weird futuristic calculator thing. Anytime he either types in it or, or jars it with his hand like as if it's broken, we'll drink. Okay. What about every time I don't know what's going on? Anytime I ask you a question. Anytime you ask me a question or anytime I think, well, Gabrus is lost. I have to explain this. So okay. anytime you're confused or I think you might be confused, we have to drink. Okay. And I'd say anytime – I'm just going to say this too. Anytime either of us – Gets emotional because I there might be an emotional thing. I don't know if you'll get emotional. When, when, this was from the early nineties. This is from the early nineties. How about anytime there's something that might be considered politically incorrect? Now I don't Ooh, know. I yeah. don't. Not, I have never watched a show, so I'm just guessing. But that shit happens when you watch that, old TV shows. That stuff does happen. I'd say in this one, I I doubt it, but yes, let's, let's just do put that. that in, yeah. And let's say maybe if we recognize another actor from something else. Right. Okay. Cool. Like That's a, a good. Call. And I already know that we will because the bartender is played by. One of the guys from MacGyver. 
I think. Whoa, Richard okay. Dean Anderson? Not Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson. Not MacGyver himself. Um, okay, I like that. I like that. And should I throw in one more? Yeah, we should maybe. I say have... anytime the word Ziggy is said. Okay. The name Ziggy is All said. All right, fair enough. So we're doing uh, leaps, oh boys, uh, confusion uh, on either part. Uh, politically incorrect, recognize someone, and uh, hitting the calculator. And hitting the calculator, the calculator and Ziggy. So and that's, Ziggy. A bu- that's a bunch. Okay. I think we might. And this is five hours long, you said? This is a five-hour <laughs> thing, but we have to watch it twice because okay. I may- want to make sure we don't miss anything. My wife is going to come home from shopping. We're going to be absolutely shit-faced. That sounds good. My wife is like running errands for me today, and I said, sorry, I have to record a podcast. And she just left while I made cocktails for us. <laughs> it seems like the perfect day. We're Isn't grown. that sort of like when you were a kid, like that would be some... If if somebody told you that, you'd be like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it is awesome. I'm so excited. That's pretty good. I'm going to get shit for it later, but I'm really excited. Um, so let's check out Quantum Leap. The, the name of the episode is Mirror Image. Ooh. Um, and I'm just interested to see. I mean, you, you because you, you've never seen it, I'm interested to just see your take on it. But I remember being sort of like both mind blown by it and confused by it. And then it's just... Interesting, tantalizing that this isn't on Netflix. This is not easy to find. Yeah. So why did they choose not to put this on? There? It sounds like they're all, they're not proud of it. If it's this episode and the Lee Harvey Oswald episode that can't be found on Netflix, that kind of there's something. We'll see what it is. Isn't that awesome that they did a Lee Harvey Oswald? He leapt so into Lee Harvey he Oswald. Into Lee Harvey Oswald, and, and I can't remember correctly. I mean, you know, I saw again saw it like 20 years ago before I probably even understood mm-hmm. the Kennedy. Before assess. you realize that uh, George Bush was the linchpin in getting Kennedy assassinated. Yeah, absolutely. Collaboration with the aliens. Yes, exactly. That's when I realized that. And I also realized that only the only person who truly knows that information is Nicolas Cage and The Rock. Because at the very end, he gets the film strip. Do you remember right. that? Yes, yes. That, that's the ending. Here you go, good speed. Yeah. Oh, my God. The microfilm in the church. Uh, uh, I know way too much I'm trying to think of one line for his, like... Uh, the it's the person who goes home and has sex with the. I know. Uh, I'll do it for queen. you. It's yeah. your best. Losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the exact interaction. So, I love the movie The Rock. It's I a, do. It's a great movie. I haven't watched. That's a Criterion Collection movie, by the way. Great. I'm getting it. Okay. We're ordering that now. And we have to drink every time you order that. All right. Anytime I accidentally order a Nick Cage movie online while shit-faced, I have to drink another drink. And also, if we get any announcements via Twitter that another Nick Cage is being chosen by Criterion Collection, we also <laughs> yeah, have to We have it. a Twitter alert. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we have to... I guess we'll we'll get to watch the show. We should probably set all of our Twitter alerts first. All right. Let's do it. Okay, great. So let's check out uh, Mirror Image, Quantum Leap. And we're going to be drinking Scotch Baculas all night long. With ginger owls and ziggy twists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Captain Galaxy. It's Captain Zero. Captain Galaxy, too? Yes, there is. He must be on Ken Lay now. Don't get Ken Lay too good. Only now and then, sometimes late at night, when the iodine bounces the signal. Iodine? Yes, I... I read about this in the Post-Gazette. This iodine layer bounces TV signals hundreds of miles. Ionosphere. The signal is reflected by the ionosphere. Yeah, that too. Your name isn't Mostine, is it? I'm Ziggy. Oh, Ziggy. Ziggy? Your name is Ziggy? You heard of me? I got a friend named Ziggy. I never knew anyone named Ziggy. What's he do? She figures things out. She? 
Ziggy is a girl? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Not much of a looker. <laughs> I wouldn't let her hear you say that. All right. Wow. That First of all, I'll just say two things. One, I like that a lot. And two, I'm totally drunk right now. <laughs> I will say, uh, I mean, I weigh twice as much as you and have a little more experience in the alcohol realm. I'm not drunk, but I am buzzed. We did have to drink a lot. Is we, what we should say. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, we so let's go through it. So Ziggy was said a lot. Zig, there was one specific conversation between a character named Ziggy and uh, Scotch Bacula, and they went back and forth saying Ziggy back and forth. They said Ziggy eight times. In one yeah, shot. eight yeah. times. Like my name's Ziggy. Ziggy? <laughs> yeah. Ziggy. <laughs> I also know someone named Ziggy. Is that Ziggy like this Ziggy? It was really like that. And then, so what were the the big drinkers that we had? The big that drinkers. and confusion on my confusion part. Confusion on your part. Though. Or so. explanations from you, too. And explanations for you, because I felt there were a number of times where... It was good to know some of the stuff, like, oh, this happens, this happens, that happens. Yeah. yeah, there was it's a lot It's funny of that this. you mentioned uh, the retarded thing before we... Uh, yeah. And then it came back in the season it finale. It came back, so... Well, I'll just go, quickly go through that, and then we'll talk about the the whole the, yeah. the whole plot of the episode. But when I was looking up this episode, because it's not easy to find, I was googling or youtubing Quantum Leap, searching on YouTube Quantum Leap, and one of the most most hit videos was um, a clip of him as uh, a Down syndrome, a, Down syndrome uh, uh, a young man with Down syndrome, and him going looking in the mirror and going, "I'm retarded." <laughs> and it's just like it's just one of those things where it's like in '91, like that would be okay. Yeah, but now I mean, life goes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, which was a quirky. <laughs> yes, quirky went to Mer- my wife Merrill's uh, high school and did a concert. And he does. Corky came to my elementary school and picked one of the, my friend, my friends up in the air, and he got so my friend was terrified. My, I had this friend Jimmy who was like a little dude, and Corky like picked him up and put him on his shoulders, and he didn't want to be up there. He's like, help! Oh, that's so <laughs> it was, sad. It was an insane situation. That is so sad. And then just as a side note, I'll say to anybody listening, just Google um, "Eating <laughs> Is Fun, Eating Is Serious," which is a song, which is by a Corky, song by Corky, yeah. which is amazing, yeah. just a great song. But um. Yeah, so I found that clip, and that was just fresh in my mind, and I mentioned that. And in this episode, this episode is very – if you've never seen the show before, which obviously you haven't. so no. There's it, a lot of inside baseball. A, a, lot lot of, of, <laughs> a lot of inside baseball, a lot of like meta references to the show, but in a way that's – I mean I'm a fan of the show. I don't remember every episode. I haven't rewatched them all that recently, but it just it just like has a spot in my heart because I watched it at that like – that time where – you know, yeah. it mattered, you know, or like right. where it cemented like what I like in my mind as yeah. a child. And there are a lot of things that just like hit really hard, really well. Like it just it's it's a really interesting episode of TV that I think is. Yeah. And I think if you watch the show, you might get a little bit more out of it. But it had a lot of references, but not with like stakes though that's what my that was my complaint about this okay. finale yeah, is go that ahead. i was gonna say like i i was about to say this right after we wrap but we're like wait for the mics yeah uh, we can't this is the re- like <laughs> i can't get real unless i'm on a mic you know you know I mean? me son but i felt like a lot of it was unresolved like there wasn't like resolution in any that, way yeah so that's the whole thing that's why as a child too when i watched this the episode didn't resolve everything. It left it very wide open at the end. And there it, were, but it seemed like it solved a thing that was tagged, like that you didn't learn about until minute 
38 of a 44-minute yes. thing and then saw that it's like the the mines thing seemed – and like it didn't explain a lot of the cool stuff that was going on. Yes. Like Stupa also uh, leaping and stuff. It felt like it needed like – just three more explanations. Like, who is Bruce McGill's character? Yeah. So, so let's so let's start from the beginning of the episode. So, the the premise of the show as a whole. I think I mentioned it up top, but I'm a little drunk, so I'm going to reiterate. Let's start from the top of the finale and explain the premise of the whole show. Well, okay. So the premise of the, the Scott Bakula, Sam Beckett created this project called Quantum Leap. Yeah. And, and he, he, let's, we can, I think we said that enough. We could say he leaps into his own body in this episode, which yes. never happens. Which never happens. And he has a – Al, who, like – it all takes place in 1998 in New Mexico is where the, the experiment started, and Al is his friend, and, and Ziggy is the computer, and Gushy is an engineer there. Right. And in this episode, it starts with Sam entering uh, – every episode starts with him leaping into somebody, and you don't – or, or you don't really know who he is yet. But at the end of each episode, he leaps out of somebody after solving their problem, and, and it starts – the end of every episode is basically the start of the next episode. Him and then he always looks in the mirror and reveals who he is yeah, so, to the viewer. Yeah, so my example was like he would be – in one episode, he was like a, vamp, a Dracula. So like he'd, he like looked in the mirror and nobody was there and he was Dracula. That's when I, the show got really weird. But mostly it would be like he'd leap into like uh, like the Down Syndrome guy and he'd yeah. be like, oh boy. And but in it, this case, he looks in the mirror and it's himself. It's himself. So, and he says, oh boy. Yeah, so the, the, the show starts. He, he's entering a bar. And he talks to the bartender and he's trying to figure out what the timeline is. And he yeah. says, you know, get me a drink. And the bartender, um, they're sort of having this back and forth. And he gives him a newspaper to, so he can figure out the time. And it's uh, – I forget the exact date. It's August 8th, 1953. 1953. His and, birthday. And it's Sam says it's literally his birthday. Literally the day the he was day born. day and year he was born. Yeah. And through the conversation, they basically find out the second that he entered the bar when he leaped in. Was the minute of his birth. The minute of his birth. So already it's sort of setting up these like really – This is not a coincidence. Yeah, it's not a coincidence and it's really sort of like – Mind fucking, you know, like yeah. it's it's deeper than usual. It's a little bit like, right. wow, this means everything has it's sort not, of has significance. It's not leap of the week. Yeah, exactly. It's not just an episodic thing. It's right. like, wow, this has importance to it. Right, right, right. And the way he's talking, this bartender is played by Bruce. Is that Bruce McGill? Bruce yeah. McGill, who's in MacGyver and and everything. He was uh, he's in Rizzoli and Isles. He's in like he's in every Grisham Rizzoli movie. You'll I- know who I'm talking about. You'll know when you see him. He's the sh- he's in Lincoln. He's in a bunch of shit. He's great. Look him up. He's got a great face. He's got a great, great mustache. Actor. Yeah, yeah. So he, he has a timeless face. He can play like 50s modern and like 1800s. Pretty easily. Yeah, he's great. He's just one of those character actors that you totally recognize the second you see him. And uh, but it's obvious that this bartender Bruce McGill knows a little bit more. The way that he's talking to Sam is savvy to like Sam's saying like I don't know why I'm here and stuff. And and the way that this bartender is talking back to him, it's like sort of the bartender knows more. He's not just a bartender. He clearly and as the episode goes on, this is another complaint of mine. As the episode goes on, it's revealed more and more that this bartender knows a lot. But it doesn't seem like Sam wants any more info from him. Like, he's trying to, but it's like, wait, why wouldn't you be like, well, then who the fuck are you? Yes. Right. So That's what it felt like. A lot of it was like, oh, at, like, we could just spoil it, right? At the end. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert from a show that aired 20 years ago. Yes. The ending, he helps 
um, Al's wife. Yes, yeah, so Al again. Al is his uh, Sam's sidekick, and and one of the sort of things that I don't know what which season it was mentioned, but in one episode, Sam meets. Al's wife and Al is a Navy officer and in I think the Korean War he goes uh, he's a prisoner of war he's MIA for a long time and his wife remarries and that's like a big sort of and he could have stopped it but he didn't because he follows the rules and didn't want to change the future right but in this at the end of this episode he goes back and does stop her from remarrying saying Al can come back Al is alive Al he he like he has the opportunity to go back and say Al is alive right um but your complaint is my complaint is that that just like why he doesn't have any other questions like how is this dude know he is how is this other person leap is there a bunch of people who are leaping around right. who's running it is everyone running <laughs> Bruce McGill says that they are in charge of their own leaps or whatever right so so I guess the overarching thing is that in, within the episode, Sam has all these sort of internal questions like he realizes – By the way, this is not even funny anymore. We're just having like a philosophical – I mean if it was ever funny, but we're having a philosophical – This was never funny. This show's not funny. This is straight up TV. TV Take that, Alan Seppenwall. Yeah. Personally. You should get him on the show, by the way. Don't know who it is. Don't care. <laughs> He's an awesome TV critic. He writes okay. for Hit Fix. Yeah. All right. I'm Alan, if you're listening, I'm coming for for you, bitch. Yeah. Alan, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, you're a dead man. I'm going to murder you. I don't care if the cops are listening. Craig is honestly keyed up and drunk right now. By the way, his eyes are barely open. He's like shouting into the mic. Alan, if you're listening, listen, if Alan Stepmall dies this week and, and that I did happens, it. I, I did it, I fully admit to it. I admit right? now. I admit All it right. now. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there are a lot of like these questions that are raised throughout the episode but i think as a fan of the show i got chills like 15 times yeah, i know you kept saying that you're like i have chills right now well, I, have you chills know, right- I think the reason is because first of all I i'm not th- judging you by the way I, oh. I totally i totally dig that and i totally understand the reaction because the moments you said you got chills i could tell were big moments not having watched the show right. previously but it still felt me like it still felt like it left you with some serious like tv answer blue balls and yeah. not like not like we needed like where were they the whole time? But it just felt like even the main character, even Sam, would want to know the answers. Right. And the the coal mining thing just seemed like this weird tacked on. So moment. let's so let's uh, back up a little bit. So so he enters this bar and it's in a coal mining town called what Cokesville or something I, like I, that. I missed it in yeah. Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, a couple characters enter while Sam's talking to the bartender. One is named Stupa, and he has sort of a hunchback. He's yeah. sort of uh, crippled right. or disabled. Uh, we drank a couple times for a few of those like uncomfortable. They were pretty casual about saying like a retarded person is stupid. At least one right. character was. But that was also because, because it took time. place in 1953. Right. Yeah. So, um, so this guy Stupa comes in, and he's a former coal miner. This is a coal miner's town, and he's sort of playing up how how much he was able to carry, how many loads yeah. he was able to carry of coal when he was younger, and then sort of. As the episode progresses, other characters start coming in to the world, to the bar that Sam's at, and they are recognizable to Sam because 
he recognizes them from people that he's saved in the past or he's influenced in the past through other leaps. So there are these moments where he's like, wait, you're this guy because I, and you captain zero captain galaxy. Yeah. There's the, uh, retarded guys. Older brother is there. The actor playing someone else. There are like throughout the episode, there are all these parallels that callbacks, callbacks and and parallels mirroring the name of the episodes, mirror image. So, you know, that there's a lot of mirroring, right? And, and but then like the stuff that bothers me is like he sees Gushy's reflection at one point. Okay, so 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 there's this character that walks in named Gushy, who's who the name a, of the engineer, who's a, who has a big beard and he has smelly breath and and Sam is like, wait, this guy's name is Gushy? That's crazy because yeah. I know a guy named Gushy and that's the engineer who runs like the quantum leap part of the project. Yeah. Um. And but then, then when they see his reflection, he's someone else. Uh, Sam sees as so that makes me lead to believe that Gushy is a leaper. Yeah, there, there. I agree. Like there are a bunch of sort of these loose ends that happen. In the but episode. the thing that no, and I, I, I agree. I don't mind loose ends, but it bothered me that the main character is not like that. Sam is not like what the fuck's happening. Yeah, yeah, or that is not like. Wait a minute, this person is doing the same thing as me. No connection whatsoever. I did like that he sees someone else leap. Yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So Stippa is um, sort of a big part of the episode. He's the 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 guy with sort of the hunchback, and his backstory is that he he was a miner as well. He can't mine anymore, but he was stuck in the mines at some point. And in this world that they're in, the bar, there's sort of uh, the bar is very lively and a, 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 what's it called? Like a, a bell rings or something. Like yeah. A, so uh, people are trapped in the mine. It turns out people are trapped in the mine. The retarded guy's older brother. Right. Uh, whatever. The Down syndrome guy. Sorry. We have to drink to your. Now <laughs> my, we have to drink. My lack to, of PC. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we have to. So if you're at home and you have created your own drinking game with friends it's about that episode. this. <laughs> yeah. Which I if hope. If you're sitting around with your friends listening to a podcast, drinking along to this. Good on you. You're yeah, doing- yeah. First of all, rethink what's happening <laughs> yeah. in your life, and uh, good on you. Um, so, so there, there are these people trapped in the mine, and this guy Stuppa, because he's had his own experience like that in the past, he wants to save these guys, and he he tells Sam Scotch Bacula. Like he he um, tells the guy who runs the mine, he gets him involved. He he, he uses like some coyness to get Sam involved. He says and, he's the health uh, the the safety inspector, right? So he's like, wait, Sam's like, wait, why are you helping me get there? He's like, we got to help these people get out of there. I know what's happening. So Strippa, it, it turns out Strippa also has this like otherworldly. Maybe he's a leaper too. Yeah. And once they save these two guys in the mine, they trick uh, like the police officers who the- originally Sam thinks he's there to save. Uh, the bartender Al says, "You're not here to save those two guys, right? And not then, directly, right?" So Al, so the bartender, saved. is telling him all these things, and then Stippa, once these guys are saved, Al, uh, uh, Sam sees a uh, Stippa leap, and that's the first time Sam's ever seen what it looks like when someone else leaps, right? Which is dope, and and the thing is that um, when when if you've never seen the show, if when Sam leaps. The person leaps uh, – when he takes somebody else's body, their body goes into like 1998 New Mexico in this like holding pattern. And when he leaps out, they return to his body. Yeah. But and in, so when Stuppa left, no one came. So nobody came. You're supposed to assume Stuppa is dead. Yeah. And that's because someone else – Gushy says that Stuppa has been dead for 30 years. Which is – again, I was saying to you when this happened that like – literally a character said like Stuppa died 
20 years ago. <laughs> right, right. And that's like one of my favorite, like, that's one of my favorite things to say in the improv in the world. Yeah, like, yeah, in the improv say. shows and yeah. like sketches. What are you talking about? That person's been dead for 20 yeah, years. Like, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's such a great, like, cliche, but that, that, it's so fun to, to but do. But my problem with that situation, which I loved, is that Stuppa has been talking to everyone at the bar Everybody. the whole time. Right. And then no one's like, everyone's like, what are you talking about, about Stuppa? It's like, now I understand that there's something otherworldly going on, but that doesn't seem to follow any rules. Here's my question. Let's break it for a minute from the, the minute-to-minute recap. But why do you think this, show, this episode, for, when I said before that it's not Netflix, you said because it, maybe it's because it was a bad episode that they don't right. stand behind. Why is this not on Netflix? You know what I mean? Like, why is this episode not easily available? I would imagine that the creators don't love how the show ended or that someone involved doesn't love how the show ended. If Donald P. Belisario is listening. Creator of NCIS, JAG. This Magnum P.I., he he's created so many shows that have an element that's navy based, right? Because yes. Al- well, I recognize Belisario immediately because my dad watched NCIS religiously. It was like one of his favorite shows, so I'd watch it with him uh, back in the day, and I'd be like, "Belisario is such a funny name. It is such a notable like Donald the- P. Belisario is such a simple." Like, I'd say we're maybe a little bit more savvy TV watchers than the most, but even like as a kid, Belisario like Stood jumps out. out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not like it's, yeah, it's like. Sit Ubu Sit in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Sit Ubu Sit. <laughs> I think of uh, family, uh, yeah, family and ties. Cor- like or- uh, what? What are the other ones? Like uh, that I remember specifically. Like uh, um, Deke is a yeah, <laughs> Deke is a classic one. Uh, Miller Boyette. Is Miller that- Boyette. Yeah. yeah, this is a Miller Boyette production. <laughs> right. Yeah, all and those. then the end. Uh, Who's the guy's name who has like the C in the middle of his name and it's from murder? Uh, they whip the page out and it floats and makes the C in the middle of a name. Oh, I uh, fuck. I forgot what it is. Well, I always think of uh, what do you think of when you see the New Line Cinema? Those are the it's like the a, film. It's uh, a film strip, but one's what, broken one's diagonal. Off. Yeah. What movies do you think of? Uh, I think of the shit. I think of, I'll say what I think of Ace Ventura. Yeah. And I think also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm not sure. Those, I bet you those are New Line movies. My wife, uh, full disclosure, my wife worked at New Line for like three oh, years. Oh, really? Back in the day, I didn't know that. And I can't remember if those were New Line movies. So I didn't want to hack, say the hack things like The Nightmare on Elm Street because they call New Line the house that Freddie built. Ooh. And then the house that Frodo saved. Wow. <laughs> because they got. Uh, but uh, the New Line cinema isn't before The Lord of the Rings. Do you see that? Before yeah, that. it is. Really? They, New Line Cinema is a Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings is a New Line Cinema What's movie. your favorite one of those production company things? Shit, I'm trying to... It's the one where the person takes the page out of the... T- uh, it's like Philip C. Boyer or something. Oh, oh Miller Boyer. Not Miller Boyer. No, yeah. no, no. We just said that. Said uh, that. Shit, I forget what it is. But someone rips a page out and it floats down and makes uh, like a letter and then that's the name. There is one for MTV with a fish swimming. That's okay. like for the real world. That was Ap- what are, uh, that's um, Bonham Murray Bonham or something. Uh, yes, Murray Bonham or something. It's so weird. Like you think that those people, first of all, like the people who created Real World are like probably entertainment magnates at right, this right, point, yeah, yeah. but that their names are just like burned into your brain. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's where I, I think with this episode, obviously. You've, I feel like you're poking holes in it, or you're a bit more critical because you've never seen the show and all that. But for me, the fact that 20 years later, I haven't seen this episode in 20 years, and And I remember. I'll I'll say, I'll say, so you don't seem like you're tuning on horn. Craig was saying lines like, well, actually, like he was saying lines before they happened, and this is the first time in 20 years he's watched this episode. Like, he, like, and. 
to, it wasn't like this weird channeling of like yeah, yeah. yeah it I was like, like they were they weren't like unobvious uh, responses yes, right, right. but it was weird that you knew and you were like oh my god he's gonna do this oh wait if I remember correctly it's this and you were right about a bunch of the yeah things. and it, to me that's like. Uh, let's get 100th episode into it. it. Like that's the reason that this podcast exists is like the 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 place that TV has in my brain yeah. is like a big part of my brain. Obviously oh, a big part 100%, of yours. 100%. Like, 100%. Like it's so weird that I remember that that there's like this lizard brain thing where I can recall that. And I think it it speaks to probably both like the age that this was on right. and also it's a little convention. Obviously, this show is conventional in a yeah. lot of aspects, but that it just hits that spot in your brain where it sticks forever. I would say the show is conventional, considered maybe conventional now, but it feels like in early '90s. This time travel affecting things, like all that kind of stuff. That's that's that was not old. Yeah, that, yeah. No. That was that was this was a, got to have been considered cutting edge. Yeah, I, I think like if you. If you watch this episode now, it's still weird. Like this yeah. episode of T- – I wish that it was more available so people listening could watch it. But like – listen. I'm going to say this. Pirate it, baby. Just go for it. Pirate go to it, your baby. local dispensary. Come on, baby. This. You got to pirate that <laughs> shit. You got to so. pirate that shit, bitch. <laughs> um, but like uh, – I might be drunk now. <laughs> 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 okay, it kicked in. It fully kicked in. The Scotch Bacula. First of all, the Scotch Bacula, a delightful drink. I've been on the show three times now. One time I was sober. <laughs> that says a lot about... That says a lot. That's 33% of the time being sober is pretty much my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life average as well. Okay, so the way that this show hits me, my brain, what would be the equivalent for you? Like, I, Because I, I, this... I'd say I probably was in like second or third grade. I watched, I did watch a lot of TV, but I think that this, this still holds up. Like in terms of, I still love time travel stuff. Yeah, I love those cliched things like he died thirty years ago. Right, and it's a little more heady than I think the average TV show, which I think as a child I was aware of that and loved. So, is there something that's equivalent to you, like that you? That you look back on and you're like that. That's sort of not set the tone, but that's still in keeping with what I love today. Well, I would feel hacky saying something comedic, but like uh, the Naked Gun movies oh and like God, the spoof yes. movies are like ingrained in my head. Yeah, like, and not just like oh, I know them by heart, but they pretty much set up how I feel about everything for the rest of my life. Yeah, the Naked Gun movies are. I'll say this. I saw recently that they're redoing Naked Gun with Ed Helms. With Ed Helms, and I love Ed Helms. I love Ed Helms and, too. And so, like, I love him. I don't know who's writing it, right? But to me, that's such a strange thing to reboot because it's not Naked Gun. To me, isn't just a movie. It's like a joke machine, right? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like Airplane. You can't redo that because it's. It's not even a reboot. It's but you not- could just. But I don't. What I don't get about now we're just talking about something other. That's something fine. Else, but, that's fine. But I. What I don't understand is like just make another like cop show spoof, parody yeah. movie spoof movie yeah don't why does it have to be a reboot of Naked Gun do they get that much mileage out of it being Naked Gun the reboot do they get enough mileage out of people who are like I love Naked Gun but I also would love a reboot because that's what I don't understand about reboots but it's I think, like I think part of it is why like, remake Airplane no one is doing this yet at least as far as we know I'm sure it's going to happen soon but why remake Airplane when you could just make another movie that takes place on an airplane that has a similar sense plane. of humor soul yeah, plane yeah like soul plane or uh, Passenger 57 <laughs> <laughs> Right, which is a great film. But, like, I I think part – it is weird because part of it is, like, if they reboot – if Naked Gun goes full on, 
I'm going to see it. Because, yeah, I will but, see it too. But in a way that's judgmental. I won't, I, mean? I won't be like, excited to see it. I won't it, be but excited. I'll see, it. I'll, I'll see it. It's like. I'll hope. Let's see what, let's see what you did. Yeah. Like, I'll prove, hope that it's prove good. Prove it to yeah. me in a it's way. It's like remaking Hot Shots. Yeah, exactly. You just like. It's. It's. It's just create. It's just jokes. It's just weird, absurdist jokes. Yeah, like, just pick a different genre and do it. Yeah, I, I think that's sort of a weird. And also, like, I think that now we're in the world where the reboots are. It's starting to become like Get Smart was remade, and I watched that as a kid, but it wasn't my generation. It was like my dad's generation. Now it's starting to become things that went from when we were a kid. Yeah, they've like run out of things to reboot. So right. we're going to be like rebooting Pain and Gain, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one year old, and they're all actually Painting Game Two is going to just be a reboot of Painting Game, but like Frank Drebin is Leslie Nielsen, like right, you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. Like that that character is so ingrained. which is a movie version of Police Squad, which is like now which we're is, like remaking a version of a version of a version. Do you know that I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but that one of the uh, 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 a Police Squad Squad trivia is that at the at beginning of every episode they they do. Um, like starring, you know, Leslie Nielsen as Frank Drebin and all the stars. Then they go and guest starring blank as blank. And then they'd immediately die just in the credits. <laughs> and that was the joke is they'd have a famous person. They'd just die in the credits. And the, le- the, the legend is that they did one with John Belushi. And it was and guest starring John Belushi as whatever. And he dies in the opening credits. But he died before it aired. So they never aired aired it. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. All right. We got to get back on to Quantum Leap. All right. We're going back. Because we're both drunk looking at each other on my couch. (laughs) Screaming at the top of our lungs into microphones. You're literally like like looking. (laughs) We're facing directly at each other on a couch shouting. My dog is dead asleep in between the two of us as we scream at each other. He might be dead. Oh, he is dead. Yeah, he leaped. He leaped into a different dog's body. Um. Let's try to find the perfect uh, segue from John Belushi dead into into oh, <laughs> into Quantum Leap. All right, sounds like he was wired, uh. <laughs> right, wired by Bob Woodward, which was a failed movie in the eighties that was panned by Dan Aykroyd and Judy Belushi, <laughs> Judy P- Pisano Belushi, and. He was from Chicago, but this happened in Pennsylvania. Great. We did it. <laughs> we, I think we easily did it. I think we uh, easily did it. But I, what I love about this show is like in this episode – oh, so one of the things is whenever um, Sam leaps into a body, the per, I was saying – and as an example to you as an explanation where we had a drink was like he, he leaps into like Dr. Ruth's body in an episode. And when Dr. Ruth is not in her own body, she's in this – future world in like this holding pattern with Al and with Al and Gushy and Ziggy the the computer and that world the the set design for that is so funny stark blue screen and yeah just a a blue screen like three computer looking things like that and like a big table with blinking lights on it it's one of those things that's... We're both hiccuping into the microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, we've drank a lot of Scotch baculus. <laughs> and some ginger ale. And, and with a Ziggy twist. twist. <laughs> A.K.A. a quantum line. <laughs> um, but I love that. I love no matter what is like looking back on anything that is uh, supposed to be the future is always fun. It's the best. Yeah. Do you know what I think is our... This is also going to be uh, a digression, but uh, let's do it. Uh, a great futuristic world that was sort of spot uh, spot on in some ways is Minority Report with the the computers that you sort yes, of yes, swipe yes. away. Well, it's like runs on like the Apple. Like he even zooms in by doing like the push and stretch. And that was before that. That was, was way a, before that was even a thing. So yeah. what I'm saying is also. 
the converse of that is movies like uh, the Harrison Ford film Firewall. Never where saw they. It. They just heard the term firewall, which we now know means just something that prevents you from getting on the internet. Yeah, there. it's like Norton antivirus. <laughs> yeah. like that. But <laughs> they like leapt on this term, and they had a fi- the movie called Firewall, and somehow a firewall was like the linchpin to not being able to like steal money from this bank. It was like this crazy, and it was literally just like someone said, like, "Yeah, we got to put up a firewall," and some screenwriter was like, "Firewall, <laughs> firewall. That's going to be the next big thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, in the net." Like the, yeah, the, the net. I, I remember Net came out like '94, and I saw it in the theaters. And I recently watched uh, uh, a clip of it on YouTube, and like, it's so funny. The, yeah, it's so bad. Tron holds up better than most of these movies we're talking about. And what was the Tron remake? Rebo- or uh, Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy. Didn't, yeah. I've never seen either of them. <laughs> okay, you should see at least the original. Um, okay, so we're going back to Quantum Leap, Quantum <laughs> Lime. Um, where do we leave off? So. I have to say that – so it's interesting too. like this is a show that was on for probably like four or five seasons. I assume wasn't like a major show. Like right. it wasn't the most popular show in the world. It was definitely in reruns for a while, right? Yeah, probably on like TBS or TNT or something like that. Does TNT still exist? Uh, they know drama. They, hey, baby. <laughs> TBS knows characters. TNT knows drama. USA characters welcome. TBS very funny. <laughs> TNT knows drama. <laughs> Always two words. I feel like those channels are so linked. Um, but what was interesting about this show is like they one of the the big ending thing was what we said before is that Al was in the Korean War and he was a wall or not a wall. He was uh, MIA or a MIA or a prisoner of war. And but that's one of those things that they probably only created that thing. I don't know when they created that. Was that? I think that was probably like not until season two or three or something. Right. Like that. I'm. Cu- it just didn't seem like a re- like a full resolution to the show. To that, the only thing, and that you don't even see them reunited in any way or anything like that. You just see Sam. Right. Yeah. The way that there's the okay. The way that the episode ends is um, Sam leaps into. Uh, earlier in the episode, Sam and Al, Al, the actual Al, the sidekick, is in uh, is talking to uh, sorry, is talking to Sam, and they do a flashback to an episode where uh, <laughs> sidekick Al is dancing with his wife. But it's so confusing. It's so confusing. But at the end, he leaps into uh, Georgia on my mind is playing by Ray Charles, which is a beautiful song. And and Sam says, "I have to tell you something." She's like, "What are you doing, in my home?" Like, I'm a friend. Just sit down. I need to tell you that Al's okay. That's more or less what happens. And yeah. at the end, he says, like, this story has an happy ending. And it, it goes to black. And it says that uh, she Beth, doesn't remarry. Beth never remarried. So that means she stays with Al. In the, real, in the original timeline, she, she remarried. Yeah. And, that's, and the character of Al is sort of a womanizer, but he always has this thing of Beth, this woman that he loves. And then the next black screen with text is that uh, Sam never – oh, they oh, stayed no, married no, for 43. They stayed married for 43 years and had like 80 children yeah. or whatever. And the next uh, screen is that Sam never returned. Right, because we learn from Al the bartender that it's Sam's destiny. He chooses when he can be done leaping. Yeah, so, yeah that's the interesting thing. So like your complaint was that there not a lot of answers happen, but the big – I'd say an- – Question to answer is that Sam says to this bartender, he says, I want to go home. And he says, well, listen, you can go home whenever you want. But then he says, I got to fix one more problem. Yeah, exactly. So the and problem, this we learn is the Beth thing. Yeah, but he, so it, we've, we take it that Sam 
never goes home and he decides to one at a time influence a person, save a life or whatever, and sort of help save the world yeah. through that. Well, and Alice, Al, the bartender, tells him that leaping will only get more difficult. It'll only get – which I don't understand what that means. I think we're supposed to understand that he's currently on his sabbatical. He's learning. He's taking a break they, from – They the, have this whole thing about uh, priests. Right. He so says, I think we're supposed to learn that the like the analogous thing is here is that Sam is currently on his sabbatical. He's learning a little bit more about himself and about leaping, seeing other people do the work like Stuppa has to do right. the work, and him learning and then saying like from here on out it's going to get only more difficult. It's like Rumspringer. For yeah, it's Amish people. Yeah, it's yeah. like, listen, you can drink brews, you can do pieces. You can have a schooner of Schlitz for 15 cents. Yes, which is what he drank back in the day. Or you could do meth, like I'm sure some young Amish people choose to do. Oh, according to the documentary The Devil's Playground, a lot of them do meth. And I am interested. <laughs> um, but the, what I thought was interesting, which is just um, when we were watching the credits, this is a show by Donald P. Balisario, yeah. uh, NCIS, NCIS, a lot of Native East stuff. Oh, the credit had a lot of Balisario names. four, three other Belisario names. In One, it. I assume, wife, maybe a brother, and then a, a, a child, a child, which yeah. I assume was a son. And then, but at the end, after the black screen and when the credits are going, there's a photograph of... A child and a son, uh, like from a man the, and a, a child, a, yeah, a, chi- <laughs> a child and the son, a, a, a young <laughs> child and his very premature baby, um, a man uh, and his son standing in front of like an old biplane, yeah, and we sort of assumed that that, that was, was Donald P. Belisario and his father. So don't you think that? That's what I assume, and it wasn't explained, and it was yeah. just this nice thing that this episode was also written by Donald P. Belisario. That I assume that this was he was like, let's put this. Picture of my dad and me is what I thought it was. So don't you think that this is a super personal episode for him? It has to be. It has to be. We, Donald P. Balasario, if you're listening to this, you're a dead man. <laughs> you're a dead man. <laughs> you I'm and Alan Seppenwall will die this week. I'm going to fucking murder both Now I actually you. feel bad if Pelisario is has since passed. We don't know that, right? I don't know. Whoops. I feel really bad. If that's the case and his family is listening. I will kill all of you. <laughs> I respect your husband and father and son's work because we're here talking about it. Um, but like that was – that's interesting, right? Like I think we're going to have to wiki – Donald P. After this, um, I've wikied him before, uh, and um, he's a murderer. <laughs> he turned out he was a serial killer. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't guys, feel just bad. so you guys know, Craig literally has cartoon X's over his eyes as he's talking. <laughs> I also like I'll, I'll say this like I intensely have to urinate. Like, Me that, too. I, I have to pee so bad. I genuinely was going to ask you to pause it, then I was like, right. no, wait, wait, no. Why don't we just wrap it up? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me check. All right, let's let's pause to pee and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. All right. We're Sounds gonna good. Stop it and pee and wrap it up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story, Beth. A story with a happy ending. But only if you believe me. And if I don't? You will. I swear you will. But instead of starting with Once Upon a Time, let's start with the happy ending. Al's alive. And he's coming home.
All right. We just uh, relieved Took ourselves. some long urinations. We took long urinations. <laughs> this is a great podcast, by the way, where we take a bathroom break and have to talk about it. Final thoughts on Quantum Leap. I might go back and Netflix a bunch of the old episodes. I really might. I recommend this show to anybody yeah. who's a, a time it's, travel fan, a TV fan. It seems like a fun procedural in that like every episode takes place in a different world. Different world. He, sometimes he's women. Sometimes he's men. It's funny. It's like there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. And Scott Bakula is a great actor. He is really good. Yeah. He's been, what else? He's been in Men of a Certain, Men age, of a certain age, which he's great in. And he was in the Liberace movie, which was like a nice oh, thing. because he was like the lawyer, right? Yeah. He, no, he was the friend. He was the like, friend that set them up. Yeah, exactly. And it was nice to see him because you don't he see him. He hasn't been around for And me. he was also a captain uh, in Star Trek. He was uh He was one of the, one of the high in the I, Darkness, wasn't a big right? uh, no 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 in a TV series and like oh uh, was he in one of those oh, yeah okay, I'm okay. not a big Star Trek guy Me so I, I couldn't tell I'm Star you. Wars over Star Trek you're Star Wars you I'm a tra- but you're an Episode One fan I'm a trend I'm a Phantom Menace they call me a Phantom Menacer. Yeah. Okay, we're already off sidetrack. We were just supposed to come on and wrap this up. That, as you say, <laughs> and you're dictating the show <laughs> because I'm too drunk to dictate. Um, so wrapping up, I just want to say I enjoyed this show. I love uh, Quantum Leap. I love you guys, the fans, for listening. And uh, for the 100th episode. I can't believe you did 100 of these. That's congratulations, Craig. I can't Craig. fucking believe that. Can you believe that was two years ago that you were in my apartment? Holy shit. Show? Yeah. That was two fucking Now, I ago. live in California. You might be moving to California. Yeah. We, you don't live in that Brooklyn apartment anymore. No. Like, we're both married now. We're both married now. We were both single back then. We were single and we didn't know any women. <laughs> yeah. Now we are married to each other. To each other. And we know one <laughs> woman each. One woman each. One woman each. Women with a Y. Um, <laughs> now, this is the point in the episode where you can either, you can plug something or you just have the mic and you can say whatever you want to the listeners of this podcast. Obama. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Go Obama. No, uh, I I guess I'll plug uh, season four of Guy Code coming to TV in March. It's a Goliath. Coming Guy to MTV2 in March. Check it out. Check it out, dog. Um, I was going to say before that, I forgot, but you said, Obama, that you weren't the first choice for the 100th episode. Barack Obama was. <laughs> yeah. And they, but you had already watched The West Wing, which is the show he exactly. wanted. Exactly. <laughs> he wanted to watch that. And I watched Homeland, and those are the two shows that he would have chosen. Those so. are Barack Obama's two favorite shows. Um, so unfortunately, I had to end up with you. But it's, That's fine. I've been the second choice. To Barack Obama a number of times. I know. You... Ask Michelle. Oh boy! Burn. CIA just snipes me right. Now. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we've already incriminated ourselves in so many crimes in this episode. If that guy, what's his name, Steve S- Allen Seppenwall? Alan, Steve Allen Seppenwall. <laughs> Steve Allen. Scotch Bakula and Allen Seppenwall. I hope they live for yeah, have forever. long, loving lives. <laughs> and, uh, and Donald P. Belisario. And Donald Thank you, P. Donald P. Belisario. Is what Thank you, Donald P. Belisario. I'm just going to say this might not be true, but you're the inspiration for this podcast. <laughs> this <laughs> might not be true, but I'm going to make a choice. <laughs> but I'm going to make a big choice and just say thank you, most importantly. Thanks to the fans, <laughs> but most importantly, thank you to Donald P. Belisario for starting this okay. podcast. Well, I'm going to get off the mic now. You may continue to do another hour of this podcast if you want. to 20 hours. You can I stay in. In my house and do it, but I'm going to get off. All right, thank you. I have so to urinate much, again already. John Gabris for being here. <laughs> thank you, Craig, for having me on your show, and congratulations on 100 episodes. And congratulations to you on 100 episodes. 100 pounds gained in the last year, <laughs> in one year, <laughs> point uh, one third of a pound for every day of the year. I love it. All right, we'll later. See, we'll see you in 100 episodes. Thank you so much to John Gabris for experiencing that with me. 
What a what a good time we had. I'm still recovering. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to all the past episodes. If you're a fan, give a review on iTunes before we join the Nerdist Podcast Network so you can say, yeah, I listened back before Craig w- went big time. Um, and uh, and you can follow the show on Twitter at It's That Episode. Uh, you can follow on Facebook if you like uh, It's That Episode on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. It's a blast to do the show. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're enjoying. Please send feedback. I do enjoy hearing uh, what people think and any suggestions. And, uh, yeah, let's do 8 million more of these um, because I'll never get sick of it. I mean, it's just watching TV and, and talking about it with some fun people. Nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. I'll see you next week uh, and beyond. Have a great night. And an early manana. Adios, amigos. <laughs>